0: Good morning again. This new ministry of love, which Jesus Christ preaches, was effective, very effective, amazingly effective. And Herod, who had listed and added to his evil crimes and deeds by beheading John the Baptist, was trying to see him, perhaps for an evil intent, or maybe even out of curiosity. However, Jesus, knowing the fate that John had, is not eager to see Herod. And it's probably no coincidence that in the New Testament, it never mentions Jesus visiting Herod's capital cities, which he avoided. In today's gospel reading, we read that Herod contemplated the thought that John the Baptist had returned from death even after he had beheaded him. Conscience makes cowards of us all and Herod, in Herod, there was a lingering fear that john the baptizer who he thought he had eliminated had come back to haunt him scripture tells us that many people also thought that jesus was john the baptist raised from the dead others perhaps linking Jesus to the miracles that he was performing, thought that he was Elijah, who was foretold to appear again after his death. And still others had the opinion that he was one of the ancient prophets who had risen from the dead. Although all of these reports were inaccurate, they did recognize Jesus as a great prophetic Figure, And ironically, he was indeed the one who had raised from the dead, but not only as a great prophet, but as the actual Messiah. How about us? Do we ever doubt? When we present ourselves to receive Holy Communion, Do we believe with all of our heart and all of our soul that Jesus Christ, the Son of Almighty God, is actually present in the Holy Eucharist and that He physically, physically comes into our body to give us strength and courage to endure any cross or burden that we may have in our life, if we truly believe that Jesus Christ was actually and truly present in the Holy Eucharist, we would never receive him unworthily or sacrilegiously, but only after purifying and cleansing our souls in the sacrament of reconciliation the sacrament of reconciliation is made available to us here at st. Peter every single day of the week there is no reason no reason in this life why we would receive him unworthily Today, I wear white vestments in honor of St. Padre Pio, Pius of Petralicina. According to one estimate, over 325 people since St. Francis of Assisi have actually received the stigmata. The stigmata are the wounds of Christ's passion Padre Pio was ordained in 1910, just last century. In 1918, while making, after making a Thanksgiving Mass, he had a vision, a vision of Jesus Christ. And after that vision, he had the stigmata on his hands, on his feet, and in his side. After undergoing many difficult medical and church investigations, for a brief time, he was not permitted even to say the Mass or hear confessions, which was a torture for Padre Peel. But he endured that. Until later in life, when he was again allowed to say masses and allowed to hear confessions, because the people, the magisterium, the people of the church, the bishops, had made a mistake, and they recognized it. And they allowed him to do, to perform, and to participate, and... ...to say the Mass and hear confessions, after which many, many thousands and busloads of men and women would come to his 5 o'clock Mass in the morning so that he could hear their confession. His confessions were filled every day, sometimes up to 10 hours... I got a long ways to go. During his mid-morning break, after he had heard the confessions, he would bless the sick. Truly a saint of our time. Saint Padre Pio, pray for us.